If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. This is the Friend Zone. I'm Dustin Ross, and this is the news that you can use. First up, Ford Bronco backseat legend O.J. Simpson has chimed in on the Tiger King mania, stating that he believed Carol Baskin did indeed kill her ex-husband. To which Carol Baskin has replied, Motherfucker, I know you ain't talking. (laughs) (laughs) Second up, congrats are in order for young Jeezy (laughs) and talk show host (laughs) Jeannie (laughs) Mai. You like that one, friend? Okay. I'm back. <laughs> Congrats are in order <clears throat> for rapper Young Jeezy and talk show host Jeannie Mai, who recently announced their engagement. Aww. As a result of this life change, Jeannie is now free to pay for things with her black card. <clears throat> oh, and my. finally. <laughs> R. Kelly was denied his request for release from jail due to his fear of contracting coronavirus. After appearing to court wearing a mask, the judge told him, It seems like you're ready. <laughs> oh, God, Dustin, what? <laughs> Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental health, and mental hygiene. We have today. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Neither do they. Friend, how you doing? I'm amazing. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing real good. Doing the best that I can. You guys look good today. I feel like it's a lot of good spirits in here today. Oh, it's the natural light. It's just this natural light. That's all. Dustin looks like he's recording his first album right now as he drinks apple juice. (laughs) Can you woo woo woo? Okay. He looking like he in the basement right now. Getting it popping. Apple juice is so good. It is really good, actually. I love cold apple juice. And I'm ice cold. Ice cold. Frosty. And I'm not even someone that drinks cold liquids, but it has to be for the apple juice. Oh my God! That's so good. So, so good. Speaking of so good. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> drinks, I have a question for you guys. Do you guys drink coffee? Yes, I, I do. What coffee do you guys drink? Brown. Dark roast, heavily caffeinated. Oh, okay. I like me a little. Uh, I like me a South American blend. Oh, okay. come on, class. 
I used to be a barista. That's not class. Everybody, New York runs on coffee. So I used to have to learn all that and figure it out and try it. it was I've good. always admired people that have like specific coffee preferences. Y'all sound so grown mm-hmm. to me. Like, mm-hmm. like how many sugars, yeah. how many, what is it? Creamer, how much creamer, how much? Look, yes. that, I, sound like, I sound like a crackhead when I go in there and I ask for extra pumps. They'd be looking at me like, are you sure? Oh, you're one of those. I'm like, yes. That, <laughs> It depends on what they're putting in it, you know what I'm saying? A little extra hazelnut, I ain't never heard nobody. A little extra sweetener now, uh, don't judge me, I'm from the South. Well, this is why I asked, because this week's black business is... Yes. Sounds black already. It's a black-owned specialty coffee and tea company, you guys. And not only that, but it's the first ever black-owned, nationally distributed coffee brand. Isn't that insane? And it's called Black and Bold. Accolades, Ooh. accolades, accolades. Massive. It's spelled B-L-K and bold. Founders Purnell and Rod created Black and Bold with a desire to make purpose popular. They welcome. You said Purnell? Purnell. Yeah, it's a black business. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a black business. <laughs> Purnell and Rod. They ain't even give me no last names. That's how you know, baby. And the, and the, the writer is a black business, too. <laughs> so they created it with a desire to make purpose popular they welcomed the obligation to equip young people with the tools to live their best lives and overcome familiar unfortunate circumstances by turning a daily ritual something like enjoying a cup of coffee or tea into a means of giving back so tangibly black and bold pledges five percent of its profits to initiatives aligned to sustaining youth programming enhancing workforce development and eradicating youth homelessness okay isn't that incredible go ahead that's amazing yeah. so you can Pernell find them <laughs> so you can find black and bold at target and it's also on their website which is b-l-k-a-n-d-b-o-l-d black and bold.com please support them i think what they're doing is amazing i always love when companies share their profits with the community Yes, yes. To uplift the youth and the homelessness and job market, workforce development. That's incredible. Shout out to Purnell and Rod. Black and Bold at Target and online, blackandbold.com. And that is this week's Black Business. Love to see it. We love to see it. You know, when you said Black and Bold, I thought you was talking about somebody's dead toenails. (laughs) Dustin Ross. But you weren't. I was not. And <laughs> you <weren't>. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't. <laughs> and with that being said, we're going to move into this week's recap segment. Are you guys ready? Yes. So last week's episode titled Sitting Up in My Room. <laughs> it was okay. last weekend's episode. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We were kind of late. <laughs> last weekend's episode titled Sitting Up in My Room. It was a quarantine mental health check in with each other. And those of you listening, of course, where we shared the range of ways we've been staying afloat during these unprecedented times. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Fran, I'm glad you said that. I want to start off with, um, I actually want to dip into the SoundCloud streets. Please do. Um, Toro E. Moist. I just loved that name. Toro E. Moist. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, His comment says, Asante sounds like he's on the moon, but it still sounds great. (laughs) 
hopefully this week I don't sound like I'm on the moon. Um, I might sound like I'm on Jupiter, <laughs> but eventually I will be back on Earth. So just bear with We're us, getting there. all you listeners. We're working now, see, out I the got kinks. a problem. I got a problem with that, but y'all keeping it lighthearted, so I will too. But go ahead. Dustin. Well, it was a struggle to get the episode out, so I thanks dry, for listening. i dry it up. Talking about you moist. We'll dry it right on up, okay? Please, no thank you. Get around here talking <laughs> no. about somebody. Which is it? Do you love it, or do the nigga sound like he on the moon? <laughs> Damn it, we know something was wrong. We do. We do. And we are trying diligently to fix it. I am on it. Please believe me. And also in the SoundCloud streets, I want to mm-hmm. give another shout out to Antoine because she said I didn't mess up her name. Hey. She, him, or they. I don't know which one it is. So I decided to say all of them. So thank you, Antoine, because I thought that I messed that up. So, friend, what about you? What did you find? Are you in those SoundCloud streets? Were you dipping it and doing it? It's actually interesting that you mentioned Antoine because Antoine is also <laughs> my comment of the week on the SoundCloud streets. And just the gym. And Twadzumela said, yo, and this is actually for Dustin. Yo, what you think about Iron Guazi? They say it may be better <gasps> than Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point <gasps> Amusement Park. It's good to hear other black people who are into roller coasters. When I was growing up, it was a, it was considered a white thing. So that's for you, Dustin. And Antoine's a guy. Oh, and Antoine's a guy. I knew I liked you, Antoine. I knew I liked you, Antoine, because your name <laughs> sounds like Antoine, but like more sophisticated, like Antoine. I love For it. Real? So I, I feel you. It's, on it's that. very avant-garde. Yes. You know, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm very excited about Iron Gwazi. It is the uh, RMC conversion. It, it used to be a wooden dueling roller coaster, like two roller coasters that kind of cross paths that is more along defined. the way that was one ride but now it's turned into a one single track roller coaster that has wood uh, structure and metal rails so it's called a hybrid coaster and the use of the metal rails enables them to like make wooden coasters go upside down and do all kinds of like movements and turns that you normally wouldn't be able to accomplish constructing a roller coaster with wood so Iron Gwazi is one that everybody's really really excited about right now it's at Bush Gardens in Tampa Florida I'm very excited to ride it. It scares um, me. And a new roller coaster. Like, y'all yes. are so brave. I'm so, I want to ride it so bad. I love RMCs and Antoine. Fun fact the only RMC that I've ridden, conversion rather, that is, that I've ridden is um, Twisted Colossus at Six Flags Magic Mountain. And the intensity and the movements made me so thirsty for more. So, this summer, hopefully, if. Y'all motherfuckers stay at home so we can get back out. <laughs> then I will go to Cedar Point this summer and ride Steel Vengeance, which is the other roller coaster you referred to. And you the shit in twice. Right. And we're going to take this roller coaster nerd thing all the way to the top, baby. I had to so read that. Because I was like, this is just too cute. Friend. Oh, I love you, I girl. had to. Thank you, friend. <laughs> and I have one more that's actually dipping into Dustin's Twitter streets. So You know you're welcome. <laughs> the Wakanda Target says... I just picked up the guitar again as well. It's heads up. Fender Play is offering free quarantine lessons in a variety of styles. That's amazing. The Wakanda Target. <laughs> That's the ad. I don't know. I thought they meant the one on 117th Street. <laughs> I hate that Target. <laughs> so bad. They don't never have nothing. Never. And why is it by the highway? It's so shady. I never want to walk over there. <laughs> 
Okay, it'd be a lit over on that highway. It'd be a little too lit. Some ba- I don't know. <laughs> some things okay. going on over there. It'd be dimly lit. Go ahead. <laughs> but I love that, you know, apparently the Wakanda Target is also playing the guitar. <laughs> and I've been on YouTube looking for free guitar lessons as well as asking a lot of my musician friends to put me on with teachers that I should be looking into so I can get maybe some, like, one-on-one lessons but it's nice to know that Fender Play is also offering team, offering team. You hear me? Offering team, offering. <laughs> I'm not from Canada, but I see a lot of tings. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> They're offering quarantine lessons in a variety of styles. <laughs> Woo! We're gonna make I, I just it. knew you was going. Look, you got me. I was about to say offering quarantine. Was, okay, that I, that I thought you was finishing. So, if you are looking for, if you too are looking for some free classes, <laughs> Fender Play has it for you. Thank you so much for that. And now, Dustin, what did you find in the Twitter streets? I'm looking for a Fender Bender. Okay, I'm ready to get. I'm ready to crash <laughs> into something. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Now. Uh, in the Twitter streets, what I did find was um, a few tweets that really, you know, sent my made my wolf cry to the blue corn moon. Okay, <laughs> the first one comes from uh, at the real Morgan M O R G A A A N, who tweeted, "A job will have you 19 with a 35 year old best friend." Like, damn, where Jackie at today? <laughs> <laughs> and it's true because it'd be cool I give I have so much love for some OGs that I have worked with before who really looked out for me and like put me up on game and I'm still friends with to this day that is and the them niggas is like 20 ever. years older yeah, so that was funny <laughs> also it was revealed that the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 12 reunion is going to be um, shot virtually essentially they're going to do what we doing right now oh wow um, a zoom call or something like that to accomplish the reunion okay so at A Neil Joshua A N E A L J O S H U A tweeted R H O A season twelve reunion seating chart revealed and it's a Brady Bunch style photo of all the ladies surrounded <laughs> surrounding Andy in the middle, but Nene's picture is upside down. No. And now, if you're familiar with Nene's YouTube channel, she always has technical difficulties. The camera is always, she's always turning the phone, making that noise when her hand hits the camera. What is it now? Okay, I can't see. What I do is always a struggle. And so the fact that they put her picture upside down in this chart is the most hilarious thing oh, ever. Oh, no, Nene. Uh, um, one last thing I want to highlight actually comes from Cam Alexander, just at just playing Cam with two M's, who tweeted, Wanye Morris from Boys to Men's Kids Are Talented. Now, I told y'all a long time ago, all four of his sons could sing. I had no idea he had two daughters. Aww. All his kids are beautiful, and they literally can all sing. They made a video singing Broken Hearted by Brandon. Stop and when it. I tell you word out. Wait, where is yes. this on IG? Yeah, I'll send you. It's on IG and it's on Twitter, but I'll send you the video. Please. Yeah, please put oh, that, that in the Oh, that is so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I had. Wanye, no, his <laughs> kids can sing. That's cool. And I cool. think if you got a name like Wanye, your kids can sing because when you was having sex, it sounded like you were singing anyway. <laughs> How do you say somebody's name like Wanye without, during sex without singing? Wanye! <laughs> Wanye! You can't just be like, oh, Wanye, Wanye, Wanye. So I think it was the, the singing moans during sex that caused the pregnancy to result in uh, you know a 98% singing voice for the child. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> and that has been the doctors with Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all the awful one today. I'm so what? dead. <laughs> Dustin's like, welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So are y'all ready to get into this week's Twilight Zone? Uh, been dying. <laughs> Sounds like we've been in the Twilight Zone, so let's just jump right in. So let me tinker around in your childhood memories for a bit. I love y'all's faces. Y'all always make me laugh. Because we already know you're in your shit, friend. You already know. You can already tell by my little mischievous laugh. Okay, so remember when we were younger and remember those publishers clearinghouse commercials that were really popular? Mm-hmm. Yes. What were they like? Yeah. Uh, tell people they, for those who might not remember. Yeah, they would go up to the door and knock on the door for people and have a big <laughs> ass check. And they would be shocked and jumping up and down, screaming and crying that they won the money or whatever. And they have balloons and it'd be a whole big thing when they would go to the winner's house. A whole mm-hmm. thing. So, you know what's funny, actually, on a side note, Steve Harvey is the new like spokesperson for Publishers Clearing House. Ain't nobody gonna answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm just playing. Steve Harvey knock on my shit. I'm gonna be like, "What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, come on in, man." <laughs> now here's my question: Do you remember who was the ambassador when we were younger? Yes, it was uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes, Asante, yes. you remember that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm so glad that you said that because I didn't want to have to say it and prompt you. Yeah. So he actually wasn't. <laughs> he just was. Was it, was it Vince McMahon? Ed McMahon never had anything to do with Publishers Clearinghouse, but somehow we all remember him being. It was just the white man that looked like No. He never had anything to do with it. You can Google it. It's like it never happened. I'm about to. I'm like, uh-uh. But, but well, somehow, why do we associate him with this? Somehow we all remember Ed McMahon. <laughs> He had to have done a commercial yeah. or something for if him. If you Google it, I promise you there is no connection between Ed McMahon knocking on people's doors. He wasn't even doing the commercials. But somehow when you ask anyone from our generation, they're going wait to say... Wait a fucking minute. Wait a minute, wait a it minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was never a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse. Thank you. He worked for a rival company called American F- Family Publishers. While PCH winners have always been notified by their popular prize patrol. See? Yeah. He was never a part of it. So maybe, so do we remember the other commercial? Did he do a commercial for the other people he said, their rivals? No, but it was never Publishers Clearinghouse specifically. But we all just assume because, well, that's just because Publishers Clearinghouse was the Beyonce and the... Ponzi scheme ass situations that they was trying to pawn off. But I have another Friend, one for you. I have another one for no, you. No, no, I ain't even back yet because I'm still fucked up on this. Like, one? nope. I have another one for Hold you. Hold on, I'm gonna close this one. What is? Remember it? when we were little? The movie Risky Business. Y'all remember that? Yes, yes. Do you remember Tom the? Cruise? Yes, exactly, Asante. Do you remember the famous scene that everyone with the broom and no shirt? I mean, no pants. Where he yeah. slides across and and old time rock and roll is blasting, right? Yes. What was he wearing in that scene? He was wearing a a pink sh- or a, a shirt, a dress shirt, sunglasses, and white socks. That's it. Exactly. That's what we think happened. If you ask anyone from our generation. <laughs> What did Tom Cruise have on? But if you watch it now, it was just a shirt and no sunglasses. 
no sunglasses, but somehow we all so describe why do it we... as that. <laughs> Friend, what the fuck is going up. on? And I don't give a damn what they Google said. Ed, Ed McMahon was on Publishers Clearinghouse, <laughs> goddammit. So here in psychology, okay, a false memory is a phenomenon where a person recalls something that did not happen or they recall it differently from the way that it actually happened. Okay, so that's the psychology. But what does it mean when large amounts of people are collectively experiencing a false memory? It's one thing for you to remember it differently, but how are we all remembering Ed McMahon, no matter who you ask? How do we all remember that Tom Cruise had on sunglasses? How? Because it fucking happened, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, why. Did pop culture mess up the revisions? or So, this is, so now this is where we get into this phenomenon revisions. known as the Mandela effect. Revisions. Have y'all heard of this? I thought that was a yes, but explain it. (laughs) So this paranormal consultant, yes, paranormal consultant named Fiona Broom. Fiona Broom, she coined the term in 2010, and this is how it happened. She and what's the term again? The Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. So she coined it in 2010 because she was sharing on the internet with her followers. How she kept thinking for some reason that former South African president and activist Nelson Mandela had died in prison during the 80s. No. And in reality, as we know, Mandela was freed in 1990 and passed away in 2013 of a respiratory tract infection, right? <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> why she think he died in the 80s? But here's the thing when she <laughs> shared that. <laughs> But when she shared that online, a lot of people people were like, yo, I thought that too. I remember the news clips. I remember the hearse pulling out in the 80s and my parents watching it in the same way that we thought it was Ed McMahon, the same way we thought Tom Cruise had the shades on. There are a lot of people who remember Nelson Mandela dying in the 1980s. So it's like this collective... Because it literally did not happen. <laughs> but I mean, Ed McMahon didn't happen either. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, yeah, he that, did. That one was closer, so that's a little different. I know I've seen him with that big check in balloons, but anyway, go ahead. So now we know the Mandela effect is collectively misremembering. So there are a few theories. <clears throat> there are a few theories <clears throat> on why this could be happening. I'm going to share a few of the ones that I found. So on this website called conversation.com, they shared the science of it. So they were saying that it, that psychologists explain that the Mandela effect is via memories and social effect. And they explain the whole false memory thing, which I mentioned earlier, which is mistakenly recalling events or experiences that did not happen or distorting the experiences that did happen. They also said we suffer from this thing called unconscious manufacture of fabricated or misinterpreted memories known as confabulation, which is apparently very common, where you will think of things that happened and even have the details. (laughs) You can name the person's outfit like we did with uh, Tom Cruise, which apparently never fucking happened. But our brains manufacture it. 
Sound like a shoe website. <laughs> Con- confabulation.com. <laughs> Go to Confabulation today for a discount. And then uh, one professor, Professor Cohn, who was a professor of psychology, he even shared how he was testing his brother, which is kind of shady. Uh, he told his fam- his little brother how if he remembered when they lost him in the mall when he was little. And the little brother was like, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) And was even adding in details. Mind you, the professor was making this shit up, but he wanted to show. Lying (laughs) ass. Your brother's a fucking liar. That's what you're showing everybody. (laughs) He wanted to show how easily people can fall into this unconscious pattern of fabricating details just because they trust the source. Yeah, but that's unoriginal because everybody with a younger brother then told them they got adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody. So that's an unoriginal thought. And this is called called source monitoring error where people fail to distinguish between real and imagined. So that's the science. And they had a lot of other theories that got a little bit heavier. Obviously, I wasn't going to list them all. But if you want to look that up. You can go on theconversation.com, just type in Mandela Effect, and I'm sure this article will pop right up. And so will Winnie's face. <laughs> but now let's get <laughs> now let's get into the woo-woo theories, which is where I come in, and I'm very excited oh about this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. So there's a theory of the multiverse theory. Oh, I'm here. You're here already. The OA. Yeah. You already know where we're at, Asante. All my animes deal with all of this. All of so, this. I knew you so would know. So everything you, everything you was just talking about, the Mandela effect, I used to watch an anime called Revisions about people solving these mysteries and shit, and then they were actually taking, they were monitoring how shit was changing as they were fixing shit. Oh, but it, but anyway, wait, continue. were they like time traveling? Like how were they revising? No, so I, I, I forgot the anime premise, but like I don't know if there was a team that was fixing shit, but you would see people in the present and they would replay a scene, but it would be different because... It changed because history was revised. Oh. So it was like this really cool. It was kind of confusing, like Westworld in that first season, but then it was kind of like it, it made a little bit more sense later. That's what but I love on. about anime, though. <laughs> They're always yeah. so interesting with the, the like concepts they delve into. I'm always so mm-hmm. into it. So the multiverse theory. Now this is a theory that prominent physicists are divided about. <laughs> Some call it pseudoscience, woo woo shit. While others are open to the fact that in reality, we may not know everything and it's always a possibility. And the idea is that this multiverse, parallel universes and parallel realities are all happening simultaneously. So the Can you let me out? <laughs> so the past, the present, the future, alternative trajectories to your path are all happening at the same time. Did you ever watch Interstellar? Yes. Right? Which I is... watched the Stellar Awards. <laughs> <laughs> so they touched on that, and it was probably one of my favorite movies of all time because it really showed you how that could be possible. You know, sometimes it's hard to grasp mentally, like how would that be? And I think the movie did a great job of showing how that could be. But it's let's say just as an example... Dustin, let's say that. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> let's say that you had gotten into acting a lot younger. Like, okay. you knew immediately as a teen, like, this is it for me. I'm not going to pour my energy into anything else. This is my trajectory, full force ahead, full throttle. So, you mean in a perfect world? In a okay. perfect world or in a parallel universe. And that universe 
exists right now, that reality exists right now where there's a parallel version of you, an alternate version of you that chose that direct that trajectory and is right now in all the movies, famous. I ain't seen me in nothing. <laughs> But that's but because you're here. there's a world where you everything. Exactly. There's a, there's well, a world where you're... why am I over there if that's what... If I'm the one who wants the shit? Well, that's the because thing. Because you're in a different universe. But you can jump, though. You can timeline jump. It's just that if... Now we back to the OA. <laughs> that's why I love that show so damn much. So the thing is, you have the, the ability to jump into that timeline. You just have to believe, number one, that it exists. And then... Okay, done. <laughs> you're like, step one. So here's here's so that's the multiverse. You about to tell me how to jump? Well, I can't tell you that. You'd have to work on that yourself. But let me. Well, finish. who's supposed to tell me? Where do I jump? <laughs> friend, friend, know how to jump. Friend, <laughs> you better be. You better be the you other. Cro- you better be the cross to my Chris, and we commit to make us <laughs> jump, jump. Come on, friend. You have to watch. How you not gonna tell me that? You could have been told me how Listen, to jump. Listen, you nigga? have to watch the show called The OA on Netflix. <laughs> nah, nah, that's <laughs> entertainment. No. Nah. Could you imagine that? No. Hell no. Listen, there ain't no. There ain't nothing for Dustin. She, on the old way, I promise. Dustin, you. listen, she will walk you through how to jump. You just have to do some dance movements. Dustin is going to take one, he's going to listen to one of Prairie Dawn's stories and he leaving. He done. Y'all already know I don't play that shit at all. Because that bitch, that bitch was sitting up telling them kids some stories and all I could think was, nah, bitch. Mm-mm. Hell no. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, friend, you got to teach me how to jump. Is it like double dutch? No, I got you. We'll, we'll talk off record, Dustin. We'll talk okay. off record. I'm going to teach him how to test it. <laughs> So listen, so Broom, the the woman who had coined the Mandela effect in 2010, she claims that the differences we're seeing in the things that we thought were one way and are in actuality another is because of this timeline jumping between realities. So there is an alternative version of Ed McMahon being the publisher's clearing house. <laughs> 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 Where he chose that for himself but we are living in the parallel reality where he did not choose that. And so some of us who are jumping between those who do know how to do it are witnessing those changes. But because we don't have the language for it, we it just feels like a collective misremembering. So those are more of the woo-woo theories. And then there's a last woo-woo theory. There's this, <laughs> there's an idea of time travelers. Do you believe in time travelers? Yes. I will say this. Right, uh-huh. I have experienced extreme deja vu. Yes, like literally been like, I swear to God in heaven, like this shit happened before, like whatever, whatever. Because you timeline jump, Dustin. That means you know how to no. do it. Well, it wasn't fucking fun because <laughs> I felt like I was wrecking my brain. Like, why did I feel like this happened before? But imagine and if you honed in on it and knew how to do it where with intention, as opposed to just like deja vu, where it kind of comes in when it feels like it. Right, it'd be like the movies. It'd be like the movies. So this idea of time travelers is this thing that people who know how to do this are tinkering around in the past, changing shit. And of course, everything that they change is causing a ripple effect in our realities. It's kind of like the movie The Butterfly Effect. Did y'all ever see that with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. The Butterfly? uh Uh-uh, that's old. (laughs) (laughs) The butterfly effect, right? With Ashton Kutcher. So in that movie, for those who may not have watched it, he travels back in time to alter childhood trauma for himself. 
and even for his friends because he knows the things that happened to them when they were young. But come to find out, he's actually created worse alternate realities, thinking that by making these changes, it was going to be helpful. But it actually creates all these versions of reality that are distorted. And he realizes, like, all this shit that happens... Was all his fault now. <laughs> no, you can't. Thanks a lot, fake-ass friend. <laughs> you didn't fuck my life up. <laughs> They messing with tinkering, quote unquote. You can't. No, it's your fault. You can't control it. You have to let things be because there's a storyline that's being followed. So now that we know the science, now that we know the woo-woo, which ones do you guys feel is closer to reality of what's happening or why we're collectively misremembering these details? Well, hold on. Before we answer, do you believe in those concepts as well, friend? Which ones? The woo-woo ones? Yeah. I 1,000% wholeheartedly believe that there are parallel universes, parallel realities, dimensions, that there are some people that have the gift of knowing how to jump back and forth. That's why when I saw the OA, I was so overwhelmed because it's one thing sure. to have this idea in your head because you've been thinking about it, and it's another thing to see it on a fucking Netflix series. <laughs> And then most people thought that show was weird as fuck, and it was weird, but I was like, no, you guys, this is like, this is cold was, right here, man. It was so comprehensive for, even though it was weird as fuck, I guess for people that had been thinking about yeah. that, because when I was watching that shit, I don't know, I was thinking about these times in my life where I remember like waking up, and not not remembering my past, but just kind of like feeling... I don't even want to say anew, but watching her do this shit on that show, I was like, damn, was this me doing that? And it probably wasn't, but it's right, still you was just drunk the night before. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it really just heightened my belief in the fact that, because I remember when I was younger, I watched, um, do you remember Jet Li? Yeah, of course. He was in um, this movie called The One, and it was uh, action sci-fi, and he was basically... Uh, Hit like a, a different version of himself escaped from their uni- its un- uh, universe because Ooh. it was traveling to all the parallel universes, killing the versions of himself because it was making him stronger. Oh, shit. so it was crazy trimming that, the fat. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So it was crazy that he was like here on regular Earth, and then the other version of himself that got stronger was also making the regular one stronger because all the other versions of him were like disappearing. But it was so interesting because they were showing different versions of him where. He was with his wife still, and they were in like different futures, or where they never met at all. And then towards the end of the movie, because he lost her in the movie, he ends up meeting a different version of her or some shit. So it was all right, (laughs) right? That's so cool. But I mean, it makes you think when you see all these movies that kind of touch on these core ideas. It kind of makes you wonder, like, there. How can I get rid of my wife? (laughs) Where there's fire, get the new one. What's the saying? Where there's smoke, there's fire. So I'm just saying. So, but I'm curious. Do you guys believe in any of the woo woo, or is it just straight science for you that it's just us making shit up? I don't believe that we misremembered in the first damn place. Okay. 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 Ed McMahon was in Publishers Clearinghouse, <laughs> and Tom Cruise had on glasses. That's just what it is. So that's where I'm at. I don't. This whole, all this other shit, it's too much weird shit going on. All this other shit, no. You know what I'm saying? I love if it. We all, if all of us is saying the same damn thing, 
Okay. And you somehow science is saying that we are all manufacturing this. Well, it depends on who the scientist is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I, I just, I think there's got to be another explanation. Now, my questions about the alternate and parallel universes and shit, because this is, you know, I always be running mm-hmm. the other way. Like, uh-uh. But my question, though, if it's so, like, right now with my desires, right? Mm-hmm. You know the things I want out of life. If that's going on in another universe, why the fuck would I stay here? I might as well jump on over there. You know what I'm saying? But you but can. Then what's going to happen to him? But so the thing is, at what cost do you have it in that other universe? So, like, in this universe, let's say you have both your parents. And hey, uh-uh. No, no, no. Listen, let's say you have both your parents. Everything is going great. You had an amazing life, like helping them or whatever. But then let's say in the other universe, you've got both your parents, everything's going great, but you came with a partner when you was younger. You ain't never had no partner like long term, you know what I'm saying, for 10, 15, 20 years. So you get there, they don't even know who the hell you are. Then you have to pretend to be somebody else. Excuse me. I'm, hey, wait, you ain't got to get emotional. You ain't got to get emotional. <laughs> I was like, now. oh my God, it's Sante. He's crying about you. Trying not to cough. I'm smoking. <laughs> Those come back, just come back. Come out of that parallel. Come back to this parallel. <laughs> so, like, at what cost do you get these, like, you know, new blessings or whatever? Who's well, to say I'm not that you cheap, only got. So I don't mind paying the cost. Well, who's to say? Who's to say you only got one hand in the other world? Who's to say you decide to have a sex change in the other world? Like, you, they're just different things that led you up to that it, moment all that sounds lit because first of all if you only got one hand you can get a new one sex change whole new world, a whole new world but that's what i think is exciting about this theory because there's so many versions of your life yeah. and and think about how life changes in the most simplest ways like being just five minutes late jumping on a specific train can change the whole schedule of your day, which in turn changes the whole schedule of your week, which changes the month and the year and all the years. Who you meet or who you don't who meet, you meet, what or you do or what you don't If you do, didn't turn your head into, you know, if you didn't turn your head and, and see that person that right in that moment was destined to change your life. I think about people I've met that I'm like, I almost didn't go to that event. And they ended up being a massive part of my life for years after that. What if that morning I had been moody, which I tend to be, and decided not to go to the event and I would not have met them and the things that we experienced would not have happened. It's just kind of mind-blowing. So that's why I love the multiverse theory. I'm so drawn to it. I think it's exciting. I would love for people to look into it and start asking themselves like, yo, I want a timeline jump. I want to experience what other alternative lives i have out here like that's fun <laughs> this one is come up. go ahead no i was gonna say uh i talked about the show once before but there's a show on uh, amazon prime called counterpart mm. it's not so much multiverse it's about uh, a different science fictional thing happened where the world split into two like Ooh. it was like literally um, i love that you I watch I, all this sci-fi stuff i watch all of this i was literally asking twitter last night for something to watch because i just needed like a new sci-fi something to watch because i feel like i've exhausted most of my options at this point um but um on counterpart a scientist he fucked some shit up and he went down this hallway and he realized that he actually split the world like into two into a mirror Whoa. and so he was talking to himself because he met himself and nobody else knew for the longest but then he and his fucking self decided to fuck shit up by, like, making it a big science experiment. 
So they both bought the same album for their their daughter because they had the same thought. But then one of them later that night didn't give his daughter the album. And the way that their earth changed was completely different from the way that our earth changed because um, there was something that happened with the brother later that night. In one world, the daughter that listened to the song, the album that he bought, didn't hear the, uh, something happening to the brother. It was ignoring it because she had the music. In the other one, the girl didn't have the music. So she was right there on the front when the shit was going down with her brother. So it made her more active and... You know the shit that happened later on, Must and it was have been cool a to watch. record. <laughs> Pretty much the the way that Janae ride for her brother, like it was that kind of thing. So it was cool to see like these. It was cool to see all these characters and how they were the same people and they had different experiences and how they wished they had parts of the other's life, which in all still made them the same. It was so crazy to see how different things were being, I but they were that. still the same. It, it was it was. I have to too watch much. that, but here. So now that we have. The definition, we we know the science that's available for it. We know the woo-woo that's available for it. I actually want to play a slight game with you guys and give you more examples so that we can <laughs> witness how much more misremembering there is in the world. So I looked up some of the Mandela effects that people have been quote-unquote suffering from. So do you guys remember um, Curious George? The curious little monkey. The little monkey, right? Curious George. So curious little monkey. If you say he wasn't a monkey, I'm getting out of here. Well, no, here's my question to you. Did Curious George have a tail or not? (laughs) I don't damn know. I want to say it did, but I feel like there wasn't. And now I'm fucked up. I just remember his hands and feet. I don't remember a tail. See, if, can you see the picture? Uh huh. So you didn't have a tail. I'm asking. Oh, I'm asking if you remember. Did he or did he not? Oh, I don't remember if he had a tail. I, remember I don't him. remember a tail. You don't remember. I remember his shoes and his hands. Yeah. His shoes. <laughs> and that little white man. So most people, for some reason, remember Curious George having a long tail, but he never mm-hmm. had one. And people were freaking out online, being like, I remember him hanging from the trees. <laughs> oh, damn. When he would be flipping upside down the furniture. And I'm like, wait a minute. If he didn't no. have a tail, he wouldn't do that. Right. So curious. I mean, unless he had hops like that. But in that case, he would have been a basketball playing monkey. <laughs> so it's totally different. Here's but another yeah. one. It's hard. This, this is why I wish I could be in front of you guys, because it's a little harder to show. But mm-hmm. Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. Toucan Sam. Mm-hmm. Is it is the word fruit spelled straight out like fruit, or did it have two O's? No, it's F R O O T. What do you think, Asante? Uh, yeah, I felt like it was the two O's with the cereal, and it was cereal O's. <laughs> no, oh, it was the loops the cereal O's? See, I don't. Do I know that. it's F R O O T though. Because I always thought it looked like foot loops. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely with the OOs. But people remember with it. With the cereal, right? Yeah. Yeah. With the two little loops. But people remember seeing fruit spelled out straight. Other people remember it with the two O's because of the cereal. And it seems to be a disconnect on which one is real or isn't. 
but it's depending on what your childhood was like. <laughs> like, the, like, because we, if your some mamas didn't let you look at the box while you ate it, other mamas did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or so, depending which one, because if you got it from the bottom of the aisle, it might be with the U I T. It sure might. If you got sure it from might. the middle of the aisle, it'd be the one with the O O. Here's another one. Think Kellogg's need to release a statement. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to go into the library. it might be like that scientist you said that split the world in two. Half of us remember one thing, right. half the other. So here's another good one. The Monopoly man. Can you describe his outfit? Ooh. A little black butler outfit with the little tail on it. Right. What else? Uh-huh. Tails, a top hat, the one, the magnifying eyeglass. The monocle. The yeah. monocle, yeah. Uh, um, uh, a curled mustache, I think. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, he looked. Um, hmm. So Dustin hit it on the nail. You know what? He never had a monocle. He never had a monocle. I Damn! <laughs> what did he have? He had contacts? No, he you didn't know? have nothing on his face. He just, just had the face. top hat. He didn't have. I rem- but I remember the monocle. I don't remember it coming later, but I remember seeing it with the monocle later and being like, damn, that's different. That I remember. You remember that? Yeah, because we used to play Monopoly on special occasions because for the most part we played Atlanta in the Box, which was the Atlanta version of Monopoly. See, that one tripped me out because I remember the monocle. And even Dustin saying it right now, I'm like, how on earth are we remembering the monocle if it wasn't there? Did the nigga have a pocket watch? (laughs) (laughs) So that one is one. Here's another one. Skechers. I ain't wearing them. Does Skechers have a T in it? Or is it just no. S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S? There's no T in Skechers. No, no T If in you Skechers. tell me there's a T in Skechers, I don't even wear Skechers, <laughs> but if you tell me there's a there's, T in that. There's no T in Skechers, and you can take that however you want to. Because <laughs> if, if they were Skechers with a T, I would have been clowning them for real, for real. <laughs> okay, you guys are good because there's no T, but people for some reason remember it having a T. Oh, uh-uh. That would have been jokes on itself. Here's another one. Snow White. What does the witch say into the mirror? What's the saying? Um, Is that the mirror, mirror on the wall? Who's the fairest of them all? Boom. Mirror, mirror on the wall, that. right? Yeah. She actually says magic mirror on the wall. Oh. But somehow we all remember mirror, mirror on the wall. Man. Pop, pop culture fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Price even said Mirror Mirror on the wall. Like th- this is literally like her whole album was called Mirror Mirror. <laughs> this like whoever wrote that article is lying. Where is that from? from I'm telling you, you can literally go on to the cartoon, press play, wait for the scene, and she never says Mirror Mirror on the wall. That sounds like some Infowar shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. Remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Yes. What was the theme song? It's oh. a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful, a beautiful day, day in the neighborhood. neighborhood. Won't you be Would mine? You be mine? Well, could you be mine? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful, a beautiful day, day in, in the neighborhood. He actually says, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. But we all sing it wrong. That's his face. Here's another one. Do you Cream. remember the? <laughs> Here's 
Here's another one. Actually, this one's going to be funny. Do y'all remember eating Stouffer's stovetop stuffing? Yeah, that little frozen lasagna. Do you remember, Dustin, Stouffer's? I remember stovetop. Mm-hmm. So why do we remember it as Stouffer's? Because it was never called that. Stouffer's? It's just stovetop. I just, that's why when I think no, of Stouffer's, I think no. about lasagna. But you said Stouffer's stovetop. I just remember stovetop. I remember calling it Stouffer's. Really? Yeah. Are, is is stovetop different? That's the box for the stuffing. Right. So she's talking about the frozen meals, right? It's two totally different things. But for some reason, there's a portion People of us that remember our parents saying, go get the stovers. And meaning, <laughs> and meaning the stovetop stuffing. <laughs> wow. Hell no. Nah. I remember stovetop, but we ain't really eat that shit no way, though, because my mama would make like dressing and shit. She thought she was too good to eat stovetop. She so, was too good. <laughs> She, she thought she was like, you know, that's for people who can't cook regular dressing or whatever. But low key, when I did have stovetop later on in life, that shit was slapping. Okay. <laughs> the rice aroni too. And here's the last one. The San Francisco tree. Did y'all have, were y'all like into having posters on your wall as a kid? I had cars, a whole bunch of posters of cars. Oh, and that's shit. so yeah. cute. I always I just ripped out magazines. Yep. Right on magazine. Word mm-hmm. up. I always had artists on my wall and stuff. I had vibe. Yes, that too. And uh, all the different supermodels. So do y'all remember a popular poster that it was, you know, the fisheye lens that was popular in the 90s? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do y'all remember the poster that had Kurt Cobain with like big sunglasses and like a fluffy furry coat? Yes. And it was like the fisheye lens where he was like close to yes. it. You remember that poster, right? I, re- I know exactly what you're talking about. You know about. exactly what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? You can't though? tell me that. Did that someone never stage it? What you Dustin, mean? Dustin, if you do a search for Kurt Cobain pictures, that picture never happened, but somehow we all saw that poster. <laughs> The fact that you knew what I was talking about, you pictured it in your head and everything. It was the big white I frame. I literally was trying to think, like, what color was the coat? Like, friend. <laughs> I'm finna wow. go. Because this shit is just. So in the multiverse, that poster. The whole exists. time, I've been thinking multiverse was a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was a whole nother reality. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Set up. So I just thought that that was an interesting topic that we needed to touch on because I'm just well, I'm so, pissed off. I'm just so curious at how many things and you can uh, if those of you listening and even you guys when you get a chance just type in the Mandela effect and you'll see tons of here. Actually, here's one last one. Do you remember whiteout when we were little? We'd have to have whiteout for yes. school. Yeah. How was it spelled? W-I-T-E. Ah, O-U-T. you do remember. Okay, because I don't remember it spelled like that. Yeah, whiteout. I remember it. So in my multiverse, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> How was it spelled? It's Mine was spelled white, like the word white. W-H-I-T-E. Uh, okay, one last one. See, it's hard to stop doing them. because You can give us like, give us like three more. Yeah, give us give us some. Up. Do you remember the intro in Disney when Tinkerbell would fly and she'd do that circle? Yeah, see, Dustin uh-huh. just did it, and then she'd tap the yeah. the eye in Disney, I think, and all the sprinkles never happened. Mm-hmm. 
No, yes, it did. Yes, it did. I literally <laughs> saw yes, that. Did. I literally saw that. I don't know if the bootleg folks was doing that or maybe America was cutting that Never off when they was happens. releasing it. But it nah, nah, nah. Somehow Tinkerbell we used to do that. It. Somehow he remember it. Never happened. Maybe it used to just happen for the hood. Like these things happen. <laughs> what is even real? I'm telling you. So let's end it there. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I really wanted some more, but we can stop. <laughs> Friend, damn, like what? Isn't that the craziest shit ever? Like, I'm telling you. So, wow. like I said, if you just type in Mandela Effect, a lot of them will pop up. There's Some of them are hilarious. Some of them will really actually have you fucked up thinking, like, what is going on? Especially, I really think the Ed McMahon one is probably the funniest one. That's why I was like, I have to start the show with that one. And I'm so happy that you said it. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I could literally call my mother right now and be like, Mom, was Ed McMahon the publisher's clearhouse right. spokesperson? She'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks that. Everyone. I know it's true. That right. just means we jumped to the same timeline. No, it means you should have been listening to Millie Vanilli because they tried to tell you, friend. <laughs> Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you listening, I'm curious. Do you believe in the multiverse theory? Do you believe in the time travelers theory? Do you believe what the scientists say where we're just collectively misremembering and kind of like pushing each other to think these things because we all keep saying it and everyone keeps tweeting and everyone keeps talking about it's Ed McMahon. It was Ed McMahon. So in a way, it's like you're being influenced into thought. I don't think so because I feel like I remember him knocking on the doors. Like vividly with his like brown slacks. I remember it. Were they cutting it together? Was someone fed up? I'm telling you. What's going on? Something to think about the Mandela effect multiverse theory had to put that out there and that's it why does it make me want to fight i feel like fight because i feel like i've been like had like had like you know had. What I'm, saying? Like, I'm telling yeah. you yeah it's the coolest thing to think about and i had to <laughs> dustin's over here punching the air <laughs> shit i'm mad at the motherfucker <laughs> Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them, but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
And that's it for this week's hot button. Let's bring in the wind chimes. That was fun, friend. Yay, I'm glad you guys had fun. I was so happy that you you answered all the ways that I was hoping you would answer. <laughs> okay, so remember I was talking about working out at home. How Have you guys been working out at all? Yeah, I've been doing push-ups. That's about it. I mean, push-ups are hard. I feel you. What about you, Asante? Just, just up and down these stairs. You have a lot of stairs, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know, I do. You know I got a lot. That is a whole workout. So I wanted to let people know some resources because I know people, I've seen people asking, like, who are some people that you're watching for these workouts? <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> like insane. I'm dead. Uh, after that talk, uh-uh. <laughs> Dustin is burning sage <laughs> over here. <laughs> it's actually Palasante. It's actually Palasante. <laughs> so I wanted to put out some quick resources in case those of you are interested. Um, wellandgood.com, which is a okay. really popular blog. It's actually amazing. It has a tab that has workouts. It has food. It has advice for mental health in case you're trying to figure out how to get motivated, how to get inspired. It's one of those sites. I mean, listen to the title, Well and Good. It's just a... That's a cute podcast name. It is a really cute podcast name. I wonder if they have one. Um, That's all well and good. I follow them. Well, 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 well. (laughs) I follow them on Instagram. Um, I am well and good is their IG. It's very inspiring. (laughs) It's very inspiring in case you need something to pop up in your feed that will kind of remind you like, you know what, maybe I should get a good sweat session in. You know what, maybe I should try cooking that if you need some breakfast and lunch and dinner ideas. It's just one of those sites that will just kind of keep you on your toes. Um, Moving on to Instagram, follow the leader. F-O-L-L-O-W-T-H-E-L-I-T-A. That's my friend Lita. She is incredible. Jade and I have been doing her at-home workouts for like the past couple months, and she is so thorough. She can give you workouts that include no equipment in case you don't have anything uh, accessible or available to you in your house. She also has, which is awesome because she uses your natural body weight. She also has some with very light equipment. If you you know may have some dumbbells or some kettlebells or some resistance bands, a yoga mat, she tells you how to create a full body circuit that you can really knock out. There's also Massey Adias, which is really popular. A lot of people know Massey. She's one of the OG fitness women. Um, M-A-S-S-Y-A-R-I-A-S. She's incredible. She's been posting a lot of at-home workouts, obviously, because we're all in quarantine. And she's really killing it. She's creative. She will show you how to, like, hang towels on your door so you can do pull-ups, how to use... <laughs> <laughs> Where this motherfucker been in jail? How she guess she learned how to do this shit? <laughs> I love it. She, she'll show you how Massy to... Massy <laughs> incarceration is an issue. <laughs> I love it because she just makes up the most interesting shit. This week I saw her use a broomstick and then tie the resistance bands on the ends of it and then step on the bands and pull up and down with her arms with the broomstick to kind of recreate a, a bar. And I think that's amazing because most of us... She's a, she's a genius. She's a genius. Okay. Most of us don't have bars in our house. Then she also used... Bars. um paper plates 
to create sliders for your feet so that you can (laughs) (laughs) Justin is taking me out hip hop walk in my kitchen and see a motherfucker standing on paper plates (laughs) doing push ups (laughs) I'm moving out (laughs) (laughs) so if you're down to try I'm sorry God forgive me because I ain't trying to make fun of her business I'm not. It's just funny. That's all. It's a good idea. <laughs> he is out like the apple juice. So if you're interested oh. in these more creative, unconventional workouts for your house, definitely check out Massey. Uh, let's move on to YouTube. Of course, my go-to yoga with Adrian. If you want to do yes. some yoga, she has yin yoga which is like the softer yoga she has more power yoga she has yoga for everything she has yoga for headaches for indigestion for back aches for insomnia anything you could think of that might be bothering you right now she has a yoga sequence that will help you work through it perfect yoga channel she's a beast huge fan you guys know i've been talking about her for years so i definitely suggest you guys check out her youtube there's also a young lady named Jade Vanessia. I hope I'm saying her last name right. She's really dope with strength training. If you're someone who's trying to get that booty popping, <laughs> those thighs popping, the abs, the arms, not everyone has that as their goal, but I know that a lot of people do and want to try to kind of carve out their dream body. She's really that go-to girl for that. If now's the time to get your body together, however it is that you wanted it, she can kind of walk you through that. And she has a really beautiful body. She works hard for it, shows you exactly what she eats, all of her protein mixes and drinks, and exactly what her daily schedule is. Her name is Jade Venetia or Venetia, Venetia, I'll spell it. It's V-E-N-E-C-I-A, Jade Mm -hmm. Venetia. So check her out. And then lastly, on YouTube, if you're more of nerdy, person who likes the more technical aspects of fitness there's a guy Mm -hmm. named jeff nippard who is really really dope that's uh j-e-f-f-n-i-p-p-a-r-d he actually breaks down the science of fitness so when he shows you the steps he'll also explain exactly what it's doing for your body and how to modify it based on the results you're looking for do you want to get lean do you want to bulk up are you trying to be slimmer you know like all the technicalities that most people might not take into account when designing a workout, he right. helps you take way more power into what it is you're trying to create with these workouts. I think he's awesome because he's super nerdy and he makes you become fascinated with the science of fitness where it's not just lifting the bar or grabbing a 10 or 15 dumbbell, but it's like, why are you doing that? And what is the effect that it's going to create? And do you even know what the effect is? And is this the one that you actually want? So he's a science of fitness guy, Jeff Nippard. I think you should definitely check him out. So that I swear to God, the first time you said his name, I was going to be like, Jeff who? <laughs> I thought you, had, thought you had said something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, how is this going to work doing interviews and shit? You know what I'm saying? So Everybody ain't going to be able to say your name. <laughs> so that's a quick recap. Wellandgood.com. Follow the Lita, L-I-T-A, Massey Adias, M-A-S-S-Y-A-R-I-A-S. I can't say her name now without laughing at Dustin. <laughs> Yoga with Adrian, Jade Venetia, and Jeff Nippard. Those are the... 
Jeff N word. Those, <laughs> those are the resources I wanted to put into your awareness. And of course, I will put the links and list them all in the information box so that you can have quick and easy access. I will also post it on the friend zone Twitter in case you don't have access to the information box under our episodes and just have a Twitter. I'll make sure it's there so that it's easy for you to get access to. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? All right. Back this week with new music. (laughs) Uh, starting off because you know times are a little crazy. I want to highlight some music artists that I've been listening to. Uh, actually, I just want to talk to you about some uh, music things that have been happening in music due to the state of the world. Um, so I want to shout out some artists that have been putting out videos where they are practicing social distancing. Mm. Uh, it's been a thing that I've actually I, I didn't actually specifically look for this. I just noticed that it was happening in a lot of these video drops. So I was like, oh well, I guess I should kind of talk about this since. You know, we're all practicing this and staying at home and, you know, just kind of encouraging it and seeing that your faves are, you know, trying to do so as much as they can as well. Um, with that said, I want to start off with Drake. He released uh, Tussie Slide. I love and it. Love the song. <laughs> love the video. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just really him chilling at his crib, flexing, and he's got his mask on, looking good and doing the little dance. Yep. That's right. Right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way, we about to slide. Dustin is it performing was... the dance for us. <laughs> Tootsie slide. <laughs> I just keep it. thinking about Tootsie from that eight movie in the 80s. <laughs> Sliding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Tootsie slide. That's what I keep thinking about. <laughs> then I started thinking about deodorant. I said, well, it's a song about rollerball deodorant going under the eye. The Tootsie slide. <laughs> Tussie deodorant? Oh is that what they talking about? Is this about people that put tussie deodorant between their thighs because they rub <laughs> together and hence slide back and forth, cross one another? Is that what this is about? Go oh ahead, my Asante. god! <laughs> anyway, um, have you ever heard of the uh, rapper named Bia? Yes. So shout out to Bia. Uh, we uh, we talked about Bia on here before. She was on um, Sisterhood of Hip Hop. Yeah, that's where I remember her from. Throwback. Shout out to Naima Supreme. Um, Anyway, Bia is somebody that's been out here working for a minute. She did that record. I think what I would recently remembered her doing was that record with um, Victoria Monet. They did the Freak remix, and I thought it was a cool concept for a video of the two of them dancing. But I think after that, her big splash was the song with Russ, who I don't care for. Um, Why? But because Russ be doing too damn much, and I didn't like him fighting with Guap Dad. But, you know, Guap Dad, you know, called him out. So... You know, I, I know that's really between them, but I don't like when people be doing shit like that. But that's none of my I business, miss that so I'm going to keep it back thing. to... I just know that on uh, Russ's song, he says... Uh, I forgot what he says, but he, he says you call it doing Russ. So, you know, he clowned that nigga. And so there was a video of them out, and Russ was trying to pull up on Guap Dad, and he tried to sneak him right quick. What? Then all his boys was trying to fight him, and I didn't like that shit. But afterwards, Russ put up the video. I mean, not Russ. Guap Dad put up a video of him talking. He was like, yeah, you know, Russ and his boys tried to sneak me, and that shit just wasn't cool, man. I just think Guap Dad is so fun. Like, he's he's very much reminds me of a personality of, like, Kid Cudi or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, I so. actually like him I, a lot, too. Yeah, so, you know, fuck rest for that. But he got that song with Bia, and the song goes off where he's like, like the way she was. I love that yeah. song. 
Always put me first. Hey. And Bia do her thing on Jamming. there and she look good in the fucking video. She rips that song. I love that song so much. I haven't much. heard it. I gotta look for it. What? The only reason I heard that song initially is because Rihanna, I think, put it up on her Instagram. And so I was like, all right. She I'm did, gonna... doing makeup or something, didn't she? <laughs> yes. That's so, I love when Rihanna so, does that. Or wait, did it even happen? Shit, based on <laughs> what we just got through talking about. <laughs> shit, are we sure? <laughs> shit. Let me, jump, let, me, let, me, let me do a jumping jack and see if I can figure out if it was really going on in the other universe or not. Hold on one second. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Nothing was the same. Nothing was Nothing. the same. Nothing. Damn. Did that even happen? Ooh, that should be the title. Nothing was the same. Nothing, Nothing. was the same. Boom. Episode title. Uh, there we go. Um, but yes, Bia, she just put out a song. Or she put out she's been putting out music actually. I went through and I've been watching a couple of her videos. I was like, oh damn, Bia's doing a damn thing. She put out she put out a first day out track uh, a week ago. But more most recently she put out a song called Cover Girl and it's a quarantine video. So it's literally just her at home, dressed up, um, dancing in front of this really, really, really cute Louis V wall. And so I was like, this track goes, she looks good, and it's a cool video. And she's practicing social distancing. So I had to shout her out and make sure I told you guys about her. So that again, that's Bia I've been talking about, and that's B-I-A. And that particular song is called Cover Girl. But just check out the music she's been putting out. And the song that we had talked about the most was called um, Best on Earth. Best on Earth. I got to look that up. Yes, because okay. that's that's why I had to remember to say it, because I was like, I want a friend to remember this, too. So, yeah, uh, Best on Earth, Bia. Again, people practicing social distancing. Uh, Kiana Lede, she dropped her album. Oh, uh, shoot. The album is called Kiki. I want to shout her out because she dropped a video uh, for her song called Chocolate with Ari Lennox. And it's just uh, both of them on their Instagram. or Well, they're both on their phones. They look like phone videos. Um, and they're, like, going back and forth. But uh, that sounds check dope. Out, yeah, I love Keanu Day. I've talked about her uh, many times. She performed at Pride last year for mm-hmm. um, for uh, Joe's Joe, party. Yeah, Joe Mars event. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to those. A hand uh, of space. That nigga had a whole like music festival for for a day it, at it Boat Basin. It was a space party. <laughs> it was. There was a was, space party inside. Uh, space uh, one tournament. Of the, yeah, and then there was like performances in the middle. Have you, Fran? Have you ever been to Boat Basin? No. It's like a restaurant on the water over off of like, what is that, Asante? Like in the 70s and 80s on the west side? Oh, yeah. I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yes. That's where the party was. And Kiana Lede, like she she performed there. Cuteness. It was dope. That's yeah? really nice, yeah. actually. I, I know yeah, exactly. Shout out to Kiana Lede for doing that. Shout out to her management. Shout out to Jasmine. Um, But uh, yeah, she again, I, she put out the video for Chocolate with Ari Lennox. So go check that out to watch both of them. But uh, as I also said, she put our album. It's called Kiki. There are 17 songs on there. It's a great project. I can't even get into like what my faves are just because I want to keep listening over and over. But um, Bia's on the project. She's on a song with... Um, she's featured on a song with Moneybag Yo. Um, again, she has a song with Ari Lennox. Uh, Keanu Day also has Lucky Day on the project. Black, Aaron Ray, um, and Coltrane. So again, it's 17 tracks. Wow. Check her out. I, I've been loving the music that she's been putting out, so I just really want to highlight her as much as possible. That's why I want to talk about her as much as possible and just see the best for her. And I've always wanted more visuals for her, and she's giving us visuals during the quarantine. So shout out to the young girl working. Wait, when you say and, Coltrane, uh, you mean Coltrane, Coltrane? Uh, yeah, COL3. Oh, wait. That's not who I... I thought you meant, like, the jazz musician. 
<laughs> oh. I was like, she got a song with Coltrane? <laughs> Levels, okay. Damn. I thought maybe she I mean, sampled shit. one of his records or something. That's dope. I'll check either way. <laughs> check her out. Check her out. Um, Coltrane. Outside of that, as far as music is concerned, um, Thundercat dropped his project. Yes, it is what it is. Claps all around. I love Thundercat. So much. Too much. <laughs> The first uh, song that I heard off of this was Dragon Ball Do Rag. <laughs> the video was wildly ridiculous. So you, but so you. So I me. thought of you as soon as I saw that title. Uh, so me, love the song. I also, I too would like a Dragon Ball Do Rag. <laughs> um, and he has really cool songs on here. I don't even know what my favorite is, but I love the fact that he has a song called uh, Existential Dread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that one sticks out to me so much. But he's got really cool music. He's always had really cool music. So check out Thundercat. Dope guy to like vibe out to and smoke out to. And um, Frank Ocean dropped two tracks. Yes. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? You know, I must say, when I heard the, that he was singing in Spanish, I was like, eee. And then I was like, you know what? Let me be open-minded because sometimes I can be cheesy. Like, mm-hmm. when they just bust out in a language that they clearly don't speak. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I actually have had it on repeat. I really like Cayendo. it. Cayendo. Cayendo. Yeah, I really like it. I love Cayendo. Like, I like, the, I like the simplicity, which, I mean, I, that's kind of his go-to, the simplicity of the songs, but the melody's really pretty. Yeah. And even just what he's saying and the way he's saying it. And, you know, now that I am in my guitar playing head oh. when i heard it i was like oh yay something new that i can try to learn <laughs> get to it friend get to it friend but yes i like cayendo a lot actually frank oceano <laughs> frank oceano frank oceano yeah um he also released uh dear april yeah these and uh as fran was saying that th- both of these uh songs are acoustic so the I don't know what side A is. I don't know if that's going to be the name of the project. He's just going to drop track side A, side B. I don't know what the plan is. I'm just happy to have music back from Frank Ocean. Um, I like when he's kind of in his little emo bag. I don't know why that's just, you know, I don't know why that's just been my temperature for so long, but I just like the fact that we got Frank Ocean back on the map with a full, like, full music. Same. And not just him featured on something. So, can't, I hope there's an album coming soon. With, like, visuals, too. Yes, please. But, I know it can be hard right now, but please and thanks if possible. He don't want to uh, be around nobody no motherfucking way. So I know. He, this so, business is usual for his uh, introvert, <laughs> not introvert, but like stay at home ass. You know what I'm saying? Yes, gang, gang, right. tribe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not just gang, tribe, okay? <laughs> Seen, heard, okay. felt. <laughs> Last thing I'm going to talk about, last person I'm going to talk about actually is an artist by the name of Collaborate. I've talked about him in the past. He's they sound just... friendly. <laughs> <laughs> His name is spelled like Caleb, but C-A-L-E-B-O-R-A-T-E. So check out Collaborate. He dropped, uh, he's been dropping a couple of singles and he's been on the a color show before, but he has a single out called Pull Up and... I'm, I really have always liked this vibe. So if you have time to search, I don't even want to play music for y'all because I want y'all to like, Look for just it. if you care, go listen to it. 
And that's what I want y'all to do. So Collaborate is my pick outside of Keanu Lede and, you know, the new Frank Ocean music. And that's all I want to talk about. So I just want to get into you guys' listens lately and we can move right on along. So, friend, I would like to start with you. What have you been listening to lately? Because I just know you'd be over there jamming when you jam. <laughs> I've been in a super, I mean, I guess it's not surprising, but I've been in a super vibey bag. <laughs> um, this is actually a song that Haas, shout out to Haas, she sent me hey. a while ago and I had on repeat and then she recently reminded me about it and I was like, oh, let me get back in that bag. But it's a record called Where Are You by an artist named Jumanji. And it's really cool, and it's how it goes. Like, it just makes you just go into a parallel universe. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's the trick. But honestly, I've been in that bag. Just, you know, obviously, uh, mm. energy is high right now around the world with everybody kind of, like, freaking out and trying to figure out what's going on. So I've had to make my home even more of a peaceful oasis than it usually is. So I've been very mm. uh, mindful of the songs I'm playing just to kind of stay in, you know, to stay to keep my stress levels low and the frequency of calm. So I've had these kinds of songs playing just a lot of like ambient music and uh percussion and you know like a lot of it you don't even know what the hell she's saying, but it just feels <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, like young thug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just you know, right now I'm just in a very like nurturing music bag right now okay that's why that that cleo soul that you said yo last week, can though? we talk about it <laughs> i was listening <laughs> that album y'all for, for those of y'all listening friends did this little dance <laughs> yo, that was amazing i love her so much it makes my yo. teeth hurt like I love her. 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 And she and that album is flawless from top to bottom. It's a great album. Yes, the whole (laughs) album. You can't. (laughs) Yo, that was too much. (laughs) 
that's how you know it's real. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's how and, she makes it, me feel, man. Like her and Alex Isley, I'm just like, take ooh. me away, those two. Did you yes. see Alex perform on the Selection Instagram? No. Yes. No. Dude, she performed for like two hours. No. Incredible. I got tired of listening to Joe K talk. I was like, I can't deal with you right now. Not today, Joe K. I love him to death, but I always listen to the mix anyway. Yeah. And now that we are quarantine, I feel like he really be here. <laughs> so I'm like, anyone but you on selection. And it's his shit. I recorded, I recorded some of it, so I'll definitely oh. send it to you guys. Because you know yes. she did a cover of Flow Trees, Yes. Ooh. Yep. And I got it. Don't even worry. I'll send that Ooh. to you guys as soon as we're done recording. Because as soon as she started kind of playing around, singing it, and then all of us were in the comments like, please sing it, please sing it, please sing it. And then she went in and did it. I was like, let me record this because this is a once in a lifetime thing. She's, she might not perform that. You know what I mean? Like that was yes, her being like, playful and actually yes. doing it. Kind of like we're waiting for Miguel with the Kiss It Better. You motherfucker. <laughs> We've been waiting on that for years, man. We want, we, never mind. Go ahead. I got man. you riled up. <laughs> All you gotta do is say, say yes. yes. You know she killed it. So I'm so mm-hmm. happy that I recorded that, as well as her version of Gone, or not her version because it's her song, but her live version of it. I recorded it. She sang it twice. That's how good it felt. Oh. Back to back, and I got both, oh. so I'll definitely send that to you guys. And she did Into Orbit Thank too. You. I'll send that to you guys. Oh. I got some good stuff, but that's it for me. That's it for me. That's all I've been listening to. All right, then, Dustin Ross, what you got? Uh, much like you, friend, I've been in my bag with just the same type of music, like just listening to one style of music that just kind of really soothing and nurturing so like this past week i've been on two artists that kind of share the same like share the same style kind of but they're still different artists yeah so like i literally been listening to classic like anita baker anita Mm, baker records and classic yep and classic future so those two (laughs) have been what i've been listening to i should have known i was being set up (laughs) no you wasn't because it's the truth Future, um, <laughs> he he put his Beast Mode mixtape up on the streaming set platforms recently, mm. and it wasn't there before. So I've been listening to that songs like Lay Up when he'd be like, "I fuck on that bitch mm. and we lay up," which is one of my favorite <laughs> songs. So I've been listening to that. He'd be like, "What, then, Dustin?" I fuck on that bitch and we lay up. Um, so I've been listening to that, and then Lie to Me off of his Evol album. Been listening to that, um, and then Anita Baker like Lead Me into Love, Fairy Tales, uh, Body and Soul, which fuck on a bitch and we lay up Body and Soul, same thing. Uh, <coughs> you know, whatever it takes. Fuck on a bitch and we same lay up. Thing. Why he keeps saying yeah. it like that? I, fuck on I was a bitch waiting and we lay for you up. to do it, Fred. Body and Soul. You know what I'm saying? So just Anita Baker and lots and lots of future have been occupying my time. And also, though, shout out to Rod Wave because his debut project, um, Pray for Love, his album came out and it's fire. Um, yeah, shout out to Rod Wave. He had a, a huge moment with the song Hard on Ice and a bunch of other songs that were popular for him on his other project. But now he has this new one out and it bangs. So check up that Rod Wave. Tight. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know why I got right up in the mic like that. I'm going to be yelling on that one part. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to a follower on uh, Twitter. His name is Davon. His ad is It's Davon. It's I-T-S-D-E-V-A-U-G-H-N underscore. And he made a really cool playlist called Something for You to Feel. Ooh. And I listened to it. <laughs> and it was the shit. It's funny because it started off with Alex Isley's Gone Ooh. and then moves into like 
Mariah Carey, Michael Jackson. Oh, it's nice. a really good playlist. And normally I'll be clicking the links. I just be like, all right, I, I'm about to move on. But I clicked on this playlist and I gave it a playthrough, like not even on shuffle, and it was tight all the way through. So thank you, Davon. <laughs> uh, it, it was the shit. So I had to shout it out. That's what I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna share it with you, friend. Thank you. I gave you his Twitter so you can harass him for that <laughs> again. <laughs> That's terrible. Again, his Twitter is at I-T-S-D-E-V-A-U-G-H-N underscore. And that's it for the Music Man segment. Hey. Dustin Ross, will you please tell the people what's been going on in TV land? Well, first of all, shout out to BET. They just had a great um, College Hill Marathon on actually <gasps> yesterday. College yes. Hill. Yep. Oh it was seasons God. four and five. So the Virgin Islands season and the Atlanta season. The yeah. two uh, best seasons. They ran season. a marathon. Yep. They ran yes. a marathon yesterday, and it was good to revisit all those times. Now, I'm going to say this. That fight on College Hill and the Virgin Islands was one of the <laughs> greatest reality show fights of all time, and I'm going to tell you why. And here is the takeaway. Here's the, 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 the carry out, you know, container for networks and producers to take away from this. They showed every single detail of that fight from what led up to it to what happened during the fight to the hits to the aftermath to the resolution that they found in the house, to the decision that they made moving forward, to everything. That's what we want. We don't want no damn chopped up editing. We don't want no, you see them about to swing and then the screen goes black and then it opens up to another freeze frame of the melee and then it goes black again. We don't want all that, okay? We want to be able to see it, critique it, receive it, and believe it. That's what we <laughs> want to be able to do. And so we have to see the entire, all of the what, y'all? One, two, three, footages. We have to see all the footages in order to see that. So That's because they don't be fighting like that. Because, baby, they was fighting like mm. that. Sure were. On Kyle Teal and the Virgin Islands. I remember Islands. the blood. I remember all remember the how, blood. Yeah, see, friend? Yes. Yep, yep, oh yep. And remember how she hit that wall yes. first? Like, <laughs> you're not going to And then next thing you knew, it was just going off. So... Yeah, that was cool. But anyway, so College Hill Marathon was on BET. BET has a lot of actually um, cool programming right now. The 20 series has been successful, and it's actually really good. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, so check those out. Insecure premieres this Sunday Yay, um, on yes. HBO. Yes. And I believe that somebody else that was just part of this conversation might be having a conversation about that show yes. and another conversation. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't forget that Insecurity will be back with Crystal and I. Insecure comes on, what is that, Sunday, April 12th or 11th? Yes, April 12th. April 12th yep. at 10 p.m., I believe. And then yep. our show will drop the following morning. So we are on it. Definitely check us out. Wow. Hashtag Insecurity with T-E-A at the end. And that's it. Go ahead, Dustin. We need spoilers for Nope. No, <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited about that. Um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta has elected to. It's been a lot of shit going on in Atlanta with the Real yes. Housewives mm. too. Lots of back and forth. Lots of really scathing, nasty lives that have been addressed now. Um, and there's a lot of of reemergence of the Eva the Diva personality that Eva Marcel has been known for uh, <sighs> um, on television. It's back, and so I like to see it. Um, I'm just interested in it. Nene Leakes is still up to her old tricks and shenanigans. Her, for those who don't know, I guess this is TV land related. Nene and Wendy then fell out. What? Nene was on. Nene had a live <laughs> schedule with Kim Zolciak that nobody cared about because who's going to sit up and watch Nene and Kim 
be I fake did. with each other on. Like, I, I, I'm not interested. I Last did. time I saw them together, Nene was literally calling her a racist and all these other things. And so seeing Nene sitting up there with that, um, she had on a, uh, it was like a, a showgirl like shirt. It was like pink and it had pink feathers on the shoulders. And then she had like one of them bob, uh, one of them bang long blonde straight wigs and like no lip liner. So it was just like. <laughs> It was just really harsh. Not you know no what I'm saying? Line. You know how you were saying? You I know you were saying earlier Nene be messing up technology? Yeah. I thought she had fucked up the Instagram live that night. Only yeah. to find out that apparently they put that restriction up there and shit. Well, she would have fucked it up. Because right. every other time she goes live and goes on YouTube, like I said, the camera's being turned. She's adjusting it. It's upside down. We can't hear her. It's always an issue because she's not a tech-savvy person. And she also has been placing herself in these spaces to have to have a quick, witty retort or something to say. And she always just issues these blanket general statements. The rules is different for me. She's been negative. She's boring. There's never any specifics. I'm just really, really over Nene's empty language and these these empty, hollow conversations that she's having. I think that she's really uninspired as a housewife. She don't really want to participate no more, but it's her bread and butter, so she has to. Right. And it just comes off as not so entertaining, and I know that that's not the intention. So, Do you know yeah. I have started Housewives of Atlanta from the beginning just because Whoa. why not? It's th- it was amazing. It was an amazing show. Deshaun Snow looks so good now that I she want them does. to bring her back. She does like, look good now. I know she's been through a lot. She had her children's series. Like, like there's been so much that's happened since her first season. That her it would only be season. Her, literally her only season that it would be interesting kind of to see her back. But that's if, you know, it called for that or whatever. I was just looking at that and I thought that was so crazy. Yeah. So then um, in other Housewives-related news, two things. So this week there was a scene with Candy and Todd and their son Ace. He's four oh, years old. And Candy travels a lot for work. She was actually in Chicago at the time that the scene that I watched was filmed. And she was shooting um, parts for her recurring role in season three of The Shy on Showtime, which comes out in June. But And apparently her role is kind of um, intense. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing her do her thing in that. But her son was missing her in Georgia. Candy was talking to him via FaceTime and she was filming in Chicago and he started crying and the tears that were rolling out his eyes. It was a tough scene to watch, man, because we watched this little nigga grow up on, you know, TV from infancy. So we felt that, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be making Ace cry, you know, (laughs) like we ain't like that. So um, it was just a very, this episode, the scenes were really centered around all of the housewives family lives kind of more so than like the drama between them. And it was just a very, it was an emotional roller coaster type episode this week. So I'm ready to get back to them cussing each other out <laughs> and talking and laughing next week. So that'll be good. Um, I wish you watched Housewives of Beverly Hills. I know They're it's coming, coming back. back out. And every time I say I'm going to try to watch it, I see something that makes me say, forget it. I watched <laughs> uh, the taglines for this upcoming season that Garcelle Beauvais is a part of. And one of them hoes said, what did she say? Somebody, there's more than just dresses in my art. What did she say about the closet and dresses? It was just the worst <laughs> taglines I had ever seen. And it really yeah. came off as them just trying to be sassy and say something interesting and shocking for the tagline. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't do it. So yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't, deal, I don't even remember them and their taglines. I feel like you should watch this season just because she's on there just to see her. Like, But it, I don't really know if there's 
I mean, there is stuff worth going back for, but it's too much for you to. I really... might give it a go, like LaBelle said, but I, I don't, you know, I'm not finna go back in the archives and watch no season one to wherever yeah, they're no. now. I don't no. give a damn. I'm not. I no. So anyway, so that's <laughs> that. Um, and yeah, that's it for TV Land. Oh, so then that means Wait. okay. Hmm? Love and Hip Hop Reunion, Atlanta. The only thing to be said about the Love and Hip Hop Miami Reunion was the glorious cursing out that Trina gave some girl that Trick Daddy used to date that was on the show that was very disrespectful to Trina while they were filming and, in fact, like made aggressive uh, movements and gestures as if she was going to try to fight her during the filming. So Trina cussed her ass out from... <laughs> the soles of her feet to the crown of her head on that reunion stage. And it was a great thing to see. Um, and that's it. Other than that. Oh, and my girl, Claudia Jordan did an amazing job as the host. She assumed the duties um, that Nina Parker just removed herself from. Hey. And so, yeah, big shoes to feel. Cause Nina Parker was an amazing host. Yeah. And, and you automatically think of her when you think of the love and hip hop reunion. So Claudia, Claudia, Kind of was facing the challenge of connecting with the viewers in that way when you become accustomed to seeing a person do something over and over again. Right. It's hard to, you know, switch to a new face. But she did an amazing job. She had great chemistry. Uh, my boy Kendall Kendall, shout out to him. His birthday just passed to April 1st. So happy belated birthday, Kendall. Happy but he birthday. Was, happy belated birthday. Yeah, he was. You know, we from the same hometown. We both from Flint, Michigan. So just keep that birthdays on the first. Yep. Weekend, so April Fool's <laughs> So, um, but he was in the back um, doing interviews with some of the cast members in the area kind of off stage um and he had great hilarious commentary so it was great to see Dolls. that's it okay asante is that cool <laughs> that is cool yeah i just want to shout out love and hip-hop atlanta you know because of the things, i didn't even talk know. about them i was talking about miami no i know but shout out to love hip-hop atlanta because they did the confessionals differently due to the covid so just uh watching media change as you the, know what it looked like <laughs> How are they gonna film? So, so friend, <laughs> because of this, the confessionals they do them in their homes. Okay. So I guess. Oh, no. So they look like, literally like this and sound like this, and, and then they just they just blur out the background like the, their sides. So it's like they, they Kenny Burns burn. Oh no! <laughs> Why they blur out the background? It's looking crazy in there. Well, that's how well that's how they do on the show sometimes. Like they'll be standing in front of something that's just like blurred all the way out, stylistically or whatever. You, so now it's just like their home blurred out. So like Bambi's mom is like in her her like living room cursing out Mama D. Like <laughs> it's just kind of funny to watch, but there's also something endearing about it. Because when Carly Red was doing her confessional, it felt like she was doing like her diary on her laptop and it gave it another edge. I don't know what it was, but I was sold. <laughs> it felt like all of those shows that we watch on like YouTube or on Instagram yes. people have done yes. to kind of mimic what the the model that like Love and Hip Hop or Real Housewives of Atlanta has created for the confessional scenes. Right. It just felt like the way that I can, the best way I think for you to describe it, that, that would be it. So that's it. I'm done now for real. Okay, it will on that note, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you had some fun with us today, some Twilight zoning with us today. And as always, we thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. We love you, and we will catch you next week. Peace stay out. Stay home and wash your hands. <laughs> Bye. Price drop. Time to shop. 
Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. 